0: Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers Podcast, where your happy hosts, Amy and Madeline, best friends who work hard and hustle harder. We believe to be happy and healthy in your work, you need to be happy and healthy in your life.
1: We combine health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of normal people with inspiring lives. From leading entrepreneurs to athletes, models and artists. Together, we delve deep into their journey to success to find out why health and well-being is at the
0: core of their philosophy. Whether you're looking for advice and guidance for leading your best life, an engaging, easy-to-digest pep talk, or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking ass in work and play.
2: And Simpson. Female health and happiness coach, love-filled writer and speaker, mum of two girls and cheerleader for overall well-being. This woman is beyond inspiring and we know that you are going to take so much away from this episode. Growing up in sunny Townsville in Queensland, you could say that Ange had a very blessed childhood with a wonderful family, relatively unaffected by tragedy, but as a young teen she suffered from debilitating migraines which would often cause her to lose her vision and feel unbearable pain. It wasn't until Ange decided to take an active interest in her own health and wellness and made healthy lifestyle changes that her life dramatically changed for the better. This transformation inspired her to study at the world's largest school of holistic nutrition, the IIN, which sparked a big hearted desire to help others to live their best lives in a state of gratitude and happiness. Now, Ange is the founder of the Gratitude Project and more recently, the Gratitude Gang, leading so many whilst also being a present conscious mama to her two beautiful girls. We hope you love this episode as much as we did.
0: Hi, Anne, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're absolutely
3: thrilled to have you. Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to talk to you guys. So yeah. good.
0: Oh, that's so nice. We we must admit, you're actually one of the first people on our list, and we've been dying to get you on the show. Yes, so um, yeah, we're super excited. So let's kick Aww. off by hearing about your happy place. Where do you go to unwind and reconnect?
3: Oh my God. Definitely the beach. I feel like it's so cliche to say that though. I feel like everyone's always like, I go to nature, (laughs) but it's true. We live, um, like a couple of doors down from the beach, which is really good. And it's just in the morning, sitting on the balcony, kind of looking out to the ocean. Go there. That's totally my happy place. It's like the sand, the sound of the ocean. And I feel like when you are looking at other people, like seeing them walking on the beach, like everyone's just so peaceful and calm and. You know, no one's stressed out when they're walking on the beach. So I feel like there's good energy there, you know? Yeah, that yes. is so true. so
1: nice. So you're an integrative nutrition health coach, mum to two yeah. beautiful little girls, writer and happiness expert. Can you take us back and shed some light on what got you to this point in your career and your life?
3: Totally. I mean, I think for me, it was just going through my own I call them first world problems and having the realization that so many women go through it and actually suffer a lot through it you know of course there's terrible things that happen to a lot of people abuse homelessness discrimination and that kind of stuff is so important and so needs to be addressed but there's also this I feel like generation of women coming through where there's some issues and not you know not necessarily mental health but there are some issues popping up where people don't realize that we are so lucky to be in the situation and as happy as we can be. But sometimes we're so busy focusing on what's not good that we miss out on all the good that's inside us. And I'm like, oh my God, no one like no one has come onto this earth to just work, be stressed out, have panic attacks and die. Like We have so much more that we can do. So for me, it was really about noticing where I wasn't showing up as my best self and notice where I wasn't showing up In a way that I could have given the blessings in my life and working on them. And so I started the Gratitude Project because of that, because I I could see within myself that I was complaining about the things that were actually my blessings. And I, you know, the real big blessings I had, I wasn't paying much attention to. And when I shifted my focus, I just found that so much in my life changed. And I really wanted to share that with other people because I don't want this, you know, low-lying level of unhappiness to be the norm in our world. And especially with women and mothers. I think that we're, you know, it's our responsibility to show our kids what happiness is and the world will be a better place because of the ripple effect that comes from that, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. I think so many people can relate to that. And even I learned a lesson on the weekend. I don't know if you saw Hugh from the resilience project on the today show with Georgie the other day.
3: I missed it. I oh, love him.
1: He's so good. It was really good. And he was just talking about his trip to India and, how happy they were over there and he couldn't understand why his sister has been you know struggled so much with um, anorexia and lots of different things when they've had such a great upbringing one of the big things was gratitude empathy and mindfulness Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah mindfulness and I was just like I spend way too much time on my phone it takes away from spending time with your children and all the things that are you know you should be grateful for and all the little things in life and so I know that gave me a little reminder just to stop all of my first world problems and to be more grateful. Definitely.
3: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love what you do as well. I think it's um, you know, I was reading your website not long ago and how you know you you say that you haven't actually had too many major issues or that rock bottom, which I can really relate to as well. And I, yeah, I love that you appreciate your life so much and you're just willing to help others because you're so grateful for
3: what you're being given. So I think that's really good. Yeah. Big. And I feel like as well, I had my, um, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I, I was saying, you know, before my business, I didn't really have a rock bottom. And then two years into it, I had issues with my heart, which you guys might've read about. I had um, some problems. I had something called, AFib and I ended up having two procedures on my heart for it and I remember um, I was talking to someone and they're like wow that must have been so traumatic and like I don't know how you dealt with it and you know going under twice and and you know still the uncertainty because nothing has been fixed and I've still got issues with it and I think that I got really lucky that I started what I started when I did, because I feel like I had the mental strength and the resilience and the tools to get through that time. And I look at it and I, I don't think it was that bad. Like it was, it, it wasn't easy, but I'm like, you know what, it's, it, that's still not my rock bottom compared to what I see from other people. And, you know, I think that if everyone has those tools before they go through the rock bottom, it does make it so much easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I find that when life gets busy and our Vents business is manic, we do sometimes get really run down, but having the knowledge that we now have, I can recover so much more quickly than I used to. So you've studied with the IIN where you became a qualified health coach. Can you please talk us through your
3: experience with the course and your biggest takeouts? Oh my gosh, I loved it. So I originally did it for myself. Like I was pregnant and I was like, I just want to be healthy. I don't want to be a health coach. This was back when I was like, I just want to be like a wife who does Pilates and lunches every day and I don't need purpose. I don't need to be creative. I don't need to do anything. Like I'll just raise babies and try and work on my fitness. No disrespect to people who do that. I totally wanted to be that woman. But once I gave birth, I was like, no, 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 I totally need, I need purpose. I need creativity. So I was doing it just for me. I was doing it literally because I was like, you know, I've got babies coming into the world. I need to be the best version of me. I was suffering from pretty bad migraines and I wanted to find natural alternatives to it. And, you know, just through the course, I I remember the moment I was actually at my mom's house up North and I was lying in the sun, listening to one of my lectures. And I heard, um, you know, we were watching a, a coaching interaction where someone was speaking to someone and helping them heal through things. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like if that could be me not saving people, but just being the catalyst and the vehicle to help people see what they need to do. And, That was the best part, you know, I think that my ego didn't want to be a coach because in my mind back then I was like, well, the coach fixes everything. But seeing that it's actually about just giving people the power to help themselves and to know what they need to do, I was like, oh my God, I could totally do that. Like I could, I totally want to be a part of that. And the course for me personally, like amped my health up to the next level. My husband ended up doing it about two years after I did. And again, just for his own health. And now He's probably a lot healthier than me. He's like definitely like the disciplined one in the family, where he's like he meditates every day, he stretches every day, he eats like completely clean all the time. And I'm like sometimes like let's get a burger, <laughs> I'm like, let's get ice cream. <laughs> totally. But I loved it so much. So I even have um, you know anyone who signs up for the course through me, I now have a Facebook group where I just put all of the people that have signed up to Integrate Nutrition in this Facebook group together. And we do some, you know, live coaching and let them all connect together. Because for me, the relationships that I made when I was there have served me through my whole career and building my business. You know, you, you build those relationships and you find those people who are where you're at. And it's really cool growing with a community instead of just being by yourself, you know.
1: I'm studying yeah. with Iron at the moment and Mads is going to start after her wedding yay and I agree, so exciting. It's, it's the best course that I've ever done in my whole entire life and I'm about to start taking on clients for awesome. a while there I wasn't sure that's what I wanted to do either but yeah similar to you I just think that if you can be the catalyst as you said to, to help people grow and to be the best versions of themselves then that's yeah it's definitely worthwhile
3: totally so awesome congratulations yeah. guys
0: Thank you. Talking about your husband doing the course as well and him being the real driver now of the health. I loved your, I think it was a post or a comment um, that you wrote on Instagram about how you often fall off the bandwagon of wellness and your life isn't, you know, always. And I think that's so relevant, you know, to our audience and something we talk about a lot is that, you know, just because we're immersed in this industry, it doesn't mean that you're like perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. So.
3: Totally. Totally. And I think like, so much of our like being in this world right now, it's like there's so much driving us to go for the unhealthy options and how we were raised, you know, like even little things. Like I know when we celebrated, it was always with junk food. So now mm-hmm. when I'm celebrating, I'm like, I want chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want cake, you know, all of these things. It's like it's a lifetime of programming. And I just don't think that in like a year or two, you can completely erase that programming. And I'm also just so big on like, let's just enjoy life a little bit and have some fun sometimes too and I think for me I don't have any intolerances or allergies that are really serious so when I do fall off the bandwagon with food it's not like it's affecting me so massively if I do it once in a while but I know that if I do it every single day I'm gonna feel really crappy so yeah I think that it's so important that there are people out there you know letting everyone know that we're not perfect because I know that when I was even when I was studying, I was just looking up to these people and I was like, I will never be that. And there are definitely people who are living their truth 100% of the time and really not falling off the bandwagon. But I think a majority of us are like, I have human moments too, you know?
0: definitely, Definitely. So I guess leading on from that, you are a very passionate foodie and you create really nourishing recipes that you share on your blog on the website, The Gratitude Project. Can you talk us through your food philosophy now?
3: Yeah, look, my food philosophy is I I have a few like guidelines around food for me. So with every meal, have something green. That is so easy in in my opinion. Yeah, like, you know, if you're having eggs, like you just have some spinach or asparagus or avocado with it. You know, if you're having a smoothie, you can throw those things in too. So every main meal has something green and most of the time a majority green. And then really just following that whole 80-20 rule, which for me is being really good 80% of the time and being really flexible 20% of the time. But also with my food, it's 80% protein and carbohydrates. So that just seems to work for me. And I'm, you know, I'm big on like everyone needs to find their thing. Everyone needs to find what works for them with their diet. Because I, you know, as you guys would know from studying at Integrative Nutrition, One person's vegan lifestyle might make someone else hideously sick. So you really just have to go, okay, when I'm eating food, what's making me feel good? Like, and for everything, not just vegetables. I know cauliflower does not agree with me. I don't know why, but when I eat cauliflower, I don't feel great. I've got a bit of an intolerance to it for some reason. So I'm just not going to eat that much cauliflower when possible. But I know that certain things make me feel amazing. I know my morning smoothie energizes me and makes me feel so good. So that's something that's going to be, you know, a big part of my life. And I think when we overcomplicate it, it just, it it confuses people. Like, keep it simple, you know?
0: Absolutely. That is one of the biggest key things, I think, is just, like, keep it simple. Like, And that's why I like so much that you said put green things in your food. I think it's such a mental thing for me, but whenever I'm eating, like, A salad with heaps of green in it, I just feel like so fresh and healthy, and I'm just like on the right (laughs) path.
3: So pure right now.
0: (laughs) So, you work with big hearted females who feel like they're lost or are yet to find that golden light in life that makes them feel whole. Talk to us about your process as a health coach and how you help women to find their calling.
3: Totally. So at the moment, I'm not coaching. I um, have been putting all of my love and attention into the gratitude gang. But when I was coaching, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me is really asking the questions that help people find what they already know within them. So, you know, I always knew I had a passion for working with people. And I was so out of alignment thinking that like just doing mum life was going to be for me because you know, the way I've been raised, you know, both of my parents are such beautiful, heart centered people. So, you know, my dad is so service driven that for me to sit back and be like, okay, I'm going to be in my bubble and I'm not going to work and I'm not going to be of service, that didn't align. And I think that sometimes we don't spend in general day to day life, unless you're aware, we don't spend that much time in self reflection. And I think that's why personal development courses and having a coach is so important because otherwise we are so busy like I know for me if I don't plan personal development if I don't plan to check in with myself I'm not going to do it because I wake up I've got kids all over me I'm thinking about what I need to do for work I'm thinking about getting dressed I'm thinking how am I exercising today I'm thinking about who do I need to call is it a friend's birthday is my husband happy do we need to have a date my kids fed well are they happy how's (laughs) school do I need to remember anything like all have I done the washing you know all of these things are going on. So it's not like self-reflection can just happen. I mean, some of us are lucky that we have a practice where we, you know, like a meditation or even people who just commute and turn the radio off, but you do need it. And I just don't think that everyone prioritizes it. So for me, it's really just as simple as spending time focusing on you. And when I set my clients free, when they're, you know, finishing up their program with me, I just say to them, okay, you know, same time every week or every two weeks, depending on how often we would meet, I get them to sit down for half an hour and have a coaching session for themselves. So they'll have a journal that they will have been using for the entire coaching series with me. And I get them to sit down, fill out their circle of life, and check in with themselves. Because my biggest thing is we all have those answers within us. We all know what we need. And sometimes you just need someone to help you push you through. And then you can start doing some work on your own. And then, of course, I encourage everyone to have, you know, in our savings, we have a personal development fund. So a percentage of what I make every month goes into a holiday fund, a savings fund, and a personal development fund. So that every year we're putting money into our transformational development. And I think that for so many people, it's not about... Just having a coach will fix everything. It's about working on yourself and just being aware of what's going on for you in whatever way that resonates with you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome.
0: Can you talk to us a bit about the Gratitude Gang?
3: Yeah, so the gang is something that I started a year and a half ago now. Um, So, what happened with me is, you know, we retired my husband and we had these grand plans of how life was going to be. So he was going to start a coaching business. I was going to work harder. I was going to create more programs. I was going to, you know, make more money because prior to that, I was only doing the gratitude project two days a week, mm-hmm. you know, when my daughter was in in childcare and I only had one kid. So we're like, cool, if I was doing it full time, I can at least double what I'm making. But what happened was, you know, I was pregnant when he finished working and once Harper had come, I realized that, you know, with with health coaching, people are paying a lot of money for an hour of my time. I can't have a baby on my lap. I can't be breastfeeding. And in the first weeks, because, you know, I had to go back to work straight away. Like I couldn't just shut down and, you know, do nothing because at the end of the day in my business, I trade time for money as a coach. So if I'm not working, I'm not really getting paid. And, you know, I had to create programs which would have, needed a lot of financial investment which at the time we didn't have because we were adjusting to living without his you know pay which was a multiple six-figure income and we really saw that what we wanted to create everything that you want to create there are going to be sacrifices and benefits and for us the sacrifices weren't worth it because I was sacrificing being with my daughter and I was sacrificing that special time with her and there was one day when I was on a coaching call and I had had to take, she was feeding, and I had taken her off my boob and given her to Hugh. And I had locked myself in her room because our office is like in our house, like we don't close off. And so I went and hid in her room to do this coaching call. And the whole call, I could hear her crying. And I was just sitting in there doing this coaching call, going, This is not the life I want to live. I don't want to be away from my kids to create an income. So I ended up, you know, I needed something for my health. Um, and I had called a friend. I was looking for. Basically, I wasn't eating very well as a new mum for the second time and because I was working so much. So I was basically just grabbing what I could. I was very depleted. People were actually commenting on my weight, that I had lost too much weight for a mother of a two-week-old, um, that I didn't look well. I was kind of getting bullied on social media a little bit about it. So then I didn't want to post and was so confusing because I'm like normally we want to be skinny mm-hmm. and people are like oh skinny but I got to a point where people were like you don't look good for a new mom like you look a little bit depleted and so anyway I reached out to my friend Kira um, I was just looking for something to just give me energy again and to give me food and she was working with a company that made whole food based nutrition supplements and so I started taking them myself and I had such an incredible reaction to them and such an incredible transformation you know I was craving good food again like I remember walking into the kitchen and i had gotten into the habit of just grabbing a bliss ball because like the natural sugars were just the things that were keeping me going and I was having like six a day and I walked in and I grabbed this is really really random I grabbed some asparagus out of the fridge and just started chewing on it raw and I was like oh my god I'm back like I'm eating <laughs> real food again yeah. this is good and so You know, I wanted to create something utilizing the transformation I had had to help other women because the two things that had happened there was I realized that my dream business wasn't my dream business. And I also realized that my health needed something else because I wasn't looking after me. So I combined those two to create the gang, which is basically what we've done is we've got this incredible health program called the Health Hub. And I'm so lucky that I've got a whole bunch of wellness professionals who contribute to it. We've got Kate Cattle who's just, she's just created this amazing meditation course to teach people how to meditate with ease, grace, and flow. And so I've got that. And then what we do is we teach other women to share that program. So, you know, if someone's a stay-at-home mom, and these are not health professionals, like if someone's just a stay-at-home mom who doesn't want to go back to work because she wants to be with her babies, we teach her how to share the Health Hub program to her network and her community. So that she can create an income and you know for me it was finding something that women could do around their life so for me I wanted something I could do with Harper on my lap I wanted something I could do you know when I was out and about if we went on a day trip to Byron I want to be able to do it off my phone and you know I've got a, a really good friend who's in the gang with me who works a full-time job and she does it in her part-time hours but creates that side hustle income and you know I wanted to show women that We can have it all because confusing world where we have two people and two incomes and then we get married, have babies and go down to three people and one income. And then we have to put our kids into care because we need two incomes again because we've got used to that lifestyle and we've suddenly got more expenses. And I wanted something where women could have it all, you know, where they could have community, where they could have income, where they could have purpose, where they could have connection with like-minded people and also be of service, but without giving up on the values that were important to them, which, you know, for most of the women in the gang, it's things like family travel, you know, some of them are just doing it so they can afford to eat organic every month instead of having to buy conventional. And yeah, it's grown. Um, I think this month, or my husband told me yesterday, we're up to 338 women who are sharing the program and then you know obviously a whole lot more of uh, just customers in the program because of course if someone just wants to improve their health then yeah we share the program with them and teach them how to just mindful but it's been such a cool journey because I have been able to do it with Harper on my lap and it's allowed me to pull away from coaching I think it was nine months in that I got to completely close the books and I love coaching, but I'll come back to that when I don't have tiny humans, you know, crawling around at my feet. So that's the gang in a nutshell, I suppose.
0: Yeah, well it sounds absolutely incredible and yeah, you're definitely a huge inspiration to us. So yeah, yeah congrats on guys. everything that you've created.
1: And think of all the Thanks. women out there that you've basically changed their life and given them an opportunity to stay at home with their kids and and also improve their health as well, I'm sure with all the programs that they're teaching it. Yeah, the whole thing totally. to is. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: it's awesome. It's very fulfilling, that's for
1: sure. So what would be your top tips for someone who is feeling a little lost and unsure of their direction?
3: Look, I think it's, you know, talk to people first and foremost. I think when you get stuck in your own head, you know, I've always used this analogy, you know, if if I'm just sitting here, I'm not on the phone to you guys and I'm just kind of thinking to myself, okay, where's an area that I want to grow? What do I want to do? No doubt within the first five minutes of me doing that self-reflection, my phone will buzz, there'll be a beep outside, something will go off on my computer, my kids might run out and that thought will get distracted. And I kind of think we go through this cycle and this loop where we start to problem solve in our minds, but because of the stresses and you know social media and everything today, we'll start to do this loop where we start to problem solve, but we never actually finish it because we get distracted. And that's where I think sitting down with someone, someone who's qualified to help you work through things. So if it's like your relationship, your work, you know, finding someone who's kind of almost got what you want, it's probably a good place to start, but a professional is the next step. Trying to do it all on your own in the beginning is too hard. You need someone to mirror back to you what it is that's happening. And you might think to yourself, okay, I want to talk to my best friend, but you know, I always think about, you know, when you break up with someone, and your best friend is like the most common word. There's more fish in the sea. You're too good for him. You know, you're better off without him. But really what that friend probably needs is someone to just sit and listen and say, okay, so how are you feeling? You know, how did the breakup go down? Do you want to talk about this, this or this? Someone who's just going to listen and be there, not someone who's going to want to validate and make you feel better straight away. Because sometimes it's that validation that takes us away from our true feelings and doesn't let us actually experience grief. So maybe if someone's broken up with someone, they just need to cry about it. They don't need to hear that they're going to be okay and there's more fish in the sea. They need to grieve and really go through that process. And I think that sometimes when someone wants the best for you, they're not the best person for you to deal with because they just want you to be happy now. So they're going to tell you the things that make you feel better in the moment, not work through the things that you need to go through to be happy in the future. So finding, yeah, a professional or someone who, I always say, you know, I I look at the people who have what I want. So if I want to talk about improving my relationship, I will go to the people who have the relationship that I want to have. Or if I want to talk about improving my business, I will go and talk to someone who's got what I want in 10 years. Or if I want to be fitter, I'm not going to talk to, you know, my friend who smokes and drinks every weekend. I'm going to go and talk to someone who's fit and healthy and with a long history of that. So being really cautious of who you talk to, but finding someone to talk to about that you know journey and that development
0: yeah and do you have any little like I guess activities or tips or that that you do like vision boarding or um manifesting yes.
3: yeah to help <laughs> um that? I do vision boarding my vision boards up on my wall next to my computer and I look at it every day there's a really great book that I would love to share with everyone called the miracle morning which I used to do, but now my kids wake up at 4.30. So in order to do it, I would need to wake up at 3.30 because you got to do it before everyone wakes up. So I haven't been doing it lately, but I love the concept, which is that in the morning you you take an hour to do these six activities and it's just 10 minutes for each activity, but it really sets your day up for success. And I don't want to ruin the book, so I won't tell you everything, but basically, you know, it's things like visualization, um, things like affirmations, things like journaling, reading, exercising. and you know, having that sort of set up your day is so crucial. So I do a very mini miracle morning and it's usually with crazy children running around. (laughs) Um, And, you know, before I sit down at my computer, I really set the intention of what I want to create in that day, how I want to feel. I look up at my board and I, I track myself to see how I'm going with it. And, I love at nighttime, just lying down. And I always like to think of, um, I think that, you know, visualizing that there is out there, I I put it in a shed, like a shipping container, right? I say, there is a shipping container somewhere with my dream life. And I'm close to what it is. But there are just some things like we want a house with a yard and a pool, because I have this, um, you know, kind of feeling of, you know, I want to be standing in the kitchen and watch my kids playing outside. I want them to be in nature. I want to be able to kind of just watch them explore that more often than we do now because at the moment it's kind of like okay when we all have time we go out to the beach but I work you know we have household things we need to do there's homework there's all the things so yeah I've got this little like visual of, of a house with a yard but your perfect world is somewhere out there in this shipping container and I do this visualization before I go to bed where I go and visit the shipping container so I can feel what that life is like and I walk into it And in there, it's just massive and expansive and everything I want, you know, the friendships that I want to have, you know, the relationship with my husband, the physical things that I want to have, the experiences, you know, in my house, in my shipping container, there's just photos all over the world, uh, of us from all over the world, because we would be traveling so much. And I, I do that because I think that when you get what you want in life, if you don't feel worthy you can sabotage it really easily. So for me, I want to turn up at that place when I get there in however many years. But I want to get there and feel like I'm home and yeah. feel like I know it so that I don't sabotage it. Because I know that so many people would relate with this. When you start to get the good things, you sabotage what you've got. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, you know, my relationship's starting to get good. I'm going to be a psycho. <laughs> <my God." laughs> <My business> is, <laughs> you know, my business is going really well. Okay, I'm going to procrastinate for 24 hours and do nothing yeah. on it. So. You know, I think if you if you know where you're going and you've been there before, it's so easy to accept it when you get it. You know, we should yeah. all give
1: that a try. That sounds amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I, I like. love that. That's so good. So, do
1: you have any morning rituals, even in your mini rituals, that you can't live without every
3: day, and, and make if you don't do them, they make you feel off track really quickly? Cuddling with my kids is my biggest one. When we were when I was in New Zealand, it was just you know I was. I was alone I was traveling with two of my mentors and my husband and kids were home and it really I don't know I'm I'm very big on physical touch um with my family and it really made me realize that not having that in the morning I I was kind of walking around my hotel room like what am I doing like what am I like something's missing and I had this realization this morning actually that that time that we spend where we all get into bed together so the kids usually come in at like ridiculous hours of the morning but we all cuddle and we just play and the girls are talking to each other and they're singing and I'm trying to sleep but I'm not really and they're cuddling into me and pulling my hair and doing all these things and for me personally as a mum it's just such a nice day to set up it's such a nice way to set up my day because I feel like it really just fills me up, you know? And, and so that's kind of a new non-negotiable for me now. I'm like, I need physical touch. So I don't know how I'm going to go next time I'm traveling without them. I'll have to take like a teddy bear or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's definitely something for me. And then other things, it's just the normal, simple stuff. You know, I drink a lot of water when I wake up. I go outside onto the balcony and most days I'll go for a walk on the beach after my husband's been surfing. And, you know, it's, it's for me, I'm, one of my core values is simplicity. So I, I don't overwhelm myself. Whereas my husband is very different. He wants to have a cup of broth, stretch, meditate, have his coffee. Like he's very structured. Whereas for me, I'm like, that's all too much and too overwhelming. I just want some water and some time in the fresh air, you know? Oh, well, it looks like you live an absolutely bliss lifestyle. I'm always so <laughs> envious of your
0: Instagram. and all. Most of the time. <laughs> at the beach. So now it looks like a really beautiful
1: lifestyle. What advice would you give someone in the health and wellness industry who is wanting to combine their passions to create their own business?
3: I think you've got to be really mindful. Um, And this is a mistake I made early in the beginning. When I started, I was like, I'm going to be a creator of recipes and I'm going to write recipe books and they're going to be stocked in all the big bookstores and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. And one thing I realized that my passion didn't necessarily relate to a business. So while I do share recipes and I do, you know, in the health hub, we've got so much. I also get a lot of people to contribute to those. For me, the process of creating my first recipe book, which was just an ebook, was highly stressful and non-enjoyable. And it took my passion to be something I really didn't like, you know, in the kitchen, I love to just create and I just throw things in and I found that I was, you know, creating this book and measuring everything perfectly and screwing it up and trying to get beautiful photos when it's in my nature to eat quite messy and not make really beautiful photos. And so it, for me, it was a big lesson of wanting to create something for what I thought it would look like. But in reality, it wasn't enjoyable. The process wasn't enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I shelved that, which is when I went, you know what, I'm going to focus more on the mindset stuff. And I shelved that for a little while because, it didn't make me happy creating a recipe book. You know, it took the joy out of cooking for me. It really took the passion out of it because suddenly I had to become really structured and that just so wasn't me. And, you know, so I had to find something else. I think one big tip is really making sure that what your passion is, it can translate into a business in a way that makes you happy. You know what I mean? In a way that you feel really fulfilled while you're doing it, because that's what's going to keep us going. I think there's two things that keep us going when we could stop. And the first one is loving what you do. You know, I wake up every day and I want to get into my, like, we've got a Facebook group the Gratitude Gang. And I'm like, the first thing I want to do is go in there and see what's been happening and see what the girls are doing and see who's got questions and see who's winning and see who I'm talking to today. I love that you know, and so that for me drives me. I actually genuinely love the work I do. And the second thing is having vision, you know, and for me, I think when I was creating this recipe book, I think I was doing it because I thought it would be cool and it would be fun. But in reality, it was kind of stressful and not so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have long term vision for it. Whereas with the gratitude gang, you know, my my immediate vision is a thousand women being impacted by the business. And for me, that means so much more than just a thousand women. It means that I've connected with that many women. It means that I've got that many women to create something from home. It means that for me personally and financially, I get to do things that I can't do currently. you know. And And having the vision, which is all on my board, I have everything I want up on my board, physically, emotionally, mentally, all the bits and pieces, that keeps me going. So if there are parts of my business that I don't enjoy or that I don't want to do, I look up there and I know why I'm doing it. Whereas, you know, if you kind of start something just because you think it might work and it's kind of a passion, I don't know if you can keep going with it. you really just got to have that big vision for what it's going to be. And I'm not a planner, but but vision is my thing. So knowing what I'm going to have in five years, I know I'm going to have it and I know I'm going to turn up there. That's why I turn up to work every day, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think it's really brave of you as well to reflect and and work out for yourself. Okay. So the ebook was not making me happy. I'm not going to sit there and try and create 10 ebooks because I've put it out there that I make recipe books. And yeah, I think it's strong of you, I guess, or resilient of you to actually say, hang on, this isn't working for me. So it's time to make a change. Even with the health coaching, you decided that it wasn't working for you in your life at this point. So I need to pivot and do something else. And that totally. people that you can change your career if it's not working for you and you don't have to stay in a, in a job that you're not
3: feeling passionate about yeah yeah I think so many people are scared of that as well like I've if anyone's been following me for the last four or five years like they would know how much my business has changed and shifted and I've you know said I'm going to do this forever I'm not doing this anymore I've had programs and then I'm like I'm not doing programs anymore like your life is always going to be so different. And I think that if you're not open to changing and shifting and adjusting, it's usually like an ego thing where we're like, um, you know, I don't want to change it because I don't want people to think a certain way of me. But you've got to be brave enough to be okay with change and be okay with what people will think. Because so many times people have been like, that's not going to work. And why are you doing this and keep doing that? But If you don't follow your heart, you don't get to have what you want, which ultimately is to feel fulfilled in what you're doing, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I can really relate because I started my events business about 18 months ago when I had Annie, my second child. And similar to you, I was like, I'm going to have the biggest corporate events business in Geelong and it's, you know, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And it got to that point really, really quickly. And every morning I found myself waking up going, ah, I've got so much work to do and it's not. It doesn't feel as fulfilling as I thought it would feel. And so I've started transitioning yeah. and Go into the health and wellness space, which is where I really want to be. And you're right, it's an ego thing sometimes. Even just starting to tell my friends that I'm transitioning out of my events business and they're like, what? And, you know, that can be hard. But at the same time, I know that it's worth doing because of the happiness yeah. that I'll feel afterwards.
0: Yeah,
3: totally. So, so brave of you.
0: With all of that,
3: um, Ange, what does success actually mean to you? Happiness. At the end of the day, it's, it's all happiness. Yeah. You know, it's all about what fulfills me. And look, I don't think anyone's happy 100% of the time, but I think that if you can feel content 80% of the time and really happy the other 20, you're in such a good place. And, you know, success is not money. It's not, you know how many followers you have on Instagram is how you feel doing what you, if more people focus on the feeling, we're going to have some really incredible heart centered businesses popping up. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I could not agree more with that. I think the last um, kind of eight months for me has been quite interesting because I left my full-time job where, you know, you're used to being on a salary and all of that. And I was about to get married. So it was a bit of a funny leap and I'm like, Oh, all of a sudden, like, you know, You kind of feel like you're going two steps backwards in a way, but then at the same time, I'm like, wow, I've actually never been happier. Um, and it's just so not about, yeah, what you're earning or what your job title is or anything like that. It's just about, you know, what allows you to show up every day and be the best version of yourself. So yeah, I really touched on that. And what's your
3: number one health tip? I suppose my number one health tip, I'm trying to think of something I haven't already said, but no, I think, I think, my number one health tip is eat food that makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Like right. yeah. just keep it simple. Eat food that makes your body feel good, stay away from food that makes your body feel bad. Yeah.
1: So what advice would you give to your
3: 16-year-old self? None at all. I've been asked this question before and I would tell her nothing because in my mind my journey has been exactly as it needs to be and sometimes you think to yourself like oh I wish I had done this earlier I wish I had been healthier when I was young I wish I had known what I know I wish I'd started this career back then when not everyone was doing it but you know I in my mind everything's happening so perfectly exactly how it's meant to happen and if I was able to give her advice then maybe she I wouldn't have had the life that I'm meant to have you know no
0: one yeah. said that before.
3: That's a great one. I know. I was going to
0: say that's actually my favorite question and I think that's my favorite answer.
3: Yeah, that is so too.
0: good.
1: <laughs> so what is the greatest lesson that you've ever learned?
3: I think to really um, not take anything for granted. That's probably the biggest thing for me. Um, I've been in times of my life where I've taken things for granted for sure. My relationship, you know, back when Hugh was working in his corporate job and his stressful corporate job, I really took our relationship for granted and I didn't take responsibility on how I could make it better. And so I think that it's really important to always look at what you have in your life. And it goes back to gratitude, of course, but, you know, looking at what you have and how you can really amplify what's good because so often we're just kind of waiting for, you know, an external circumstance to make it better. But really it's all in us, you know yeah definitely and our final
0: question before we wrap up our beautiful chat with you for all the foodies listening what does a day on your plate look like Ange?
3: so i pretty much always have a smoothie for breakfast and in my smoothie i have like banana spinach sometimes some frozen zucchini if i remember to get it it doesn't taste like anything so yeah, just put it in, guys. It, t- like, it doesn't change the taste and it just makes it even colder and frostier, which I love in the summer. Um, like hemp seeds, I put my whole food nutrition capsules in there. I can't even remember what else. Probably normally some cacao powder and chia seeds and all the bits of it. Like I just throw in whatever's around. I'm just like, okay, it's all going to go in. <laughs> That's always my breakfast. Lunch is whatever my husband like organises for me. I'm usually on calls most of the morning and he's sort of out and about and so – He'll usually like make, you know, something yummy, like some veggies and, you know, some salmon or tuna or leftovers from the night before. And dinner is always different. I love being in the kitchen. So last night we had um, beef and bacon stew with roasted veggies and it was so good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to figure out what I put in this so that I can (laughs) share it in the health hub. Um, It always changes. I really, you know, I love simple food, but I can't do repetitive same thing every day so it's always new I've got more cookbooks than I do anything else in my house (laughs) it's always changing
0: I feel you there seriously (laughs) and now for anyone who would like to
3: stay in touch with you where can they find you I'm in love with Instagram all the time so definitely Instagram under gratitude project or just search my name Angela Simpson without a p um Mm -hmm. And then facebook.com slash allaboutthegratitude or, again, just search Gratitude Project. And then, of course, my website and blog. Um, like I said, currently, at time of recording this, I'm not blogging, but there's content from the last four years that people can go through, and I will be back. It's, it's just, yeah, at the moment, the gang is going gangbusters, so i got to put all my energy and focus and time there, you know?
1: Um, perfect. And just lastly, for anyone that loves the sound of the gratitude gang and wants to be a part of it, how can they do that?
3: Literally on my website up the top there's a button that says Gratitude Gang. Go and hit it up or just send me a message. I'm always happy to get messages on Instagram. Just say, look, I'm ready. What do I need to do? Tell me all the info and I will help you guys out. Oh perfect. Thank you so much for spending your time with us
1: today. We've had such a great time talking to you and we've learned so much. I'm going to give the miracle morning. Yes. I definitely and the, I love the container as well the shipping container full of your life like yeah the best <laughs> so yeah thank you so
3: much we really really appreciate Thanks, it girls I appreciate you guys thank you
1: thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe so you can keep up to date with our new episodes each week For a dose of weekly happy, healthy news, you can subscribe to our newsletter via our website at thehealthyhustlers.com. Until next week, make sure that you're investing in yourself to keep the hustle healthy.